Welcome to the Fit Body Fit Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Ujo Wajet, and this podcast is about exploring self-awareness and personal transformation through the lens of proactive wellness, spirituality, intuitive health, and mysticism. As a wellness coach, personal trainer, and spiritual mentor, the topic of health is near and dear to my heart. And the foundation of what I do is bridge the gap between mind, body, and spirit. So when it comes to health, what do you consider to be the epitome of health for you? What does that look like and feel like for you? I want you to think about the current state of your health. Do you consider yourself to be very healthy, kind of healthy, not as healthy as you want to be? Now I want you to think about where you're at on your spiritual journey, more specifically, your connection to spirit. Do you feel grounded in spirit, uncertain, or maybe inconsistent? I want you to take a moment and really think about this and jot down what comes up for you if you're able to. I'm asking you these questions because knowing where you are can help you determine what your next step should be and why. There were definitely a few times in my life where I felt I was super healthy, but not very spiritual. And then there were other times when I really dedicated much more of my time to my spirituality and started slacking on prioritizing my health. Have you ever experienced that? It's like you're really trying to get one thing going and you end up dropping the ball somewhere else. Hashtag the struggle, right? (laughs) One thing that I've learned over the years is that when it comes to health and spirituality, the two work best together, especially if you want to experience the best results. Like if you really want to maximize improving your spiritual growth and your health, bridging these two things together really is the key. And in a moment, I'm going to share with you some tips that can help you better align your health and your spiritual practice. So I'm going to share three tips with you today to help you improve your spiritual growth through some health habits. So the first one is disconnecting from social media. Now, I know that it's not always practical or realistic to stay off of your phone all day long, especially If you use your phone for work, I've definitely run through this myself a few times. And what I want to suggest is that you put your phone on airplane mode and put the ringer on silent. Now, this is one of my favorite things to do. And I have a few times during the day or certain situations where I tend to use this the most and I find it to be the most effective. One of the best times to turn your phone off or put it on airplane mode or turn the ringer off is at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. I actually prefer an hour before bed, but you know, baby steps, right? So (laughs) start with at least 30 minutes before bed that you put your phone on airplane mode You're still able to get phone calls if you need to, but that's why you have your phone on silent. So unless you're expecting some type of emergency, 
this is a great option for you. You can also still set your alarm if you use your phone for an alarm while it's on airplane mode. So your alarm will still work. You don't have to worry about that, but you're not getting notifications and you're also not waking up and grabbing your phone and looking at a bunch of notifications. So I know for me, when I used to use my phone as my my main alarm, you know, you grab your phone, you turn your alarm off, and then you're like, oh, I have all these messages. And then you start scrolling on whatever social media account you have. And then next thing you know, you should have been out of your bed 20 minutes ago. And now you're going to be late for work. (laughs) I can't be the only one that's experienced that, right? Of course not. (laughs) So... Along with that, another way that I like to disconnect from social media is when meditating. So while you are meditating, place your phone on airplane mode. I would even recommend placing your phone in a different room completely. If you use your phone for meditation, you can set an alarm or a stopwatch And place the phone where it's within ear's distance so you can still hear it, but it's not in sight and it's not within arm's reach. Another suggestion that I have when it comes to disconnecting from social media is to do so during times where you're going for short walks or during certain types of exercise. Disconnecting from social media has so many benefits. It can help you improve the quality of your sleep and boost your productivity. I have personally noticed significant improvements in my creative expression and in my level of awareness during meditation. For the most part, I will keep my phone on airplane mode until I have taken time to take care of myself. So anytime I start my day looking on my phone, on social media, I notice that I become much more distracted throughout the day. And it just kind of creates this snowball effect. So if you get into a regular practice of disconnecting from social media, it allows you to improve the mind-body connection and can clear some of the static that can interfere with your intuitive connection. So my routine typically looks like I'm turning off my phone before bed at least 30 minutes before bed. And then from there, I don't turn my phone back on airplane mode until after I'm like ready for the day, after I've meditated, after I've exercised and I'm like getting ready for the day that that's when I will most likely take my phone off of airplane mode. Sometimes I wait until a little bit later on, depending on what I'm doing. Of course, your routine will vary just depending on what your schedule looks like, but I just wanted to give you an example so you can know kind of how you can fit that in to your day. So if you like to go for walks in the evening after dinner, then that's a perfect time to place your phone on airplane mode and just leave it off for the rest of the night. You can still get phone calls if there's emergencies or text messages, but you're not listening or hearing those notifications or anything going on with your social media accounts. So the second tip is to practice deep breathing. I want you to think about how you currently breathe. How often are you breathing deeply and with intention? 
I want you to try this right now. Instead of breathing from your upper chest, which is what most people do, I want you to focus on breathing from your lower belly. As you inhale, you should feel your belly rise and expand. Then, once you have reached capacity, pause for a moment and then deeply exhale. Breathing practices are very restorative to the body and the mind. Deep breathing is convenient and also very practical because you can practice deep breathing at any time of the day. Oftentimes, when most people are breathing, it's from that upper chest area and it's quite shallow. So when you take a few moments to incorporate breathing practices, this can be very beneficial. So I mentioned that it's easy to do. It's something that we do anyway. We have to breathe. It's just now you're taking it from a different perspective and you're really being more intentional about how you go about breathing. And you're using this as a way to enhance or to reduce something. So there are several types of breathing techniques and the best way to pick which one is the right thing for you is to first determine what you want to achieve. So for example, one of the techniques I like to use is the four, seven, eight breathing, which really helps promote relaxation and reduce anxiety and high levels of stress. You basically inhale through your nose for four seconds, breathing and inhaling from the belly. Then you hold your breath for seven seconds and then you deeply exhale for eight seconds. There is no maximum time frame for you to do this. So you can try this for one minute or for 15 minutes, or maybe you want to go longer. It's whatever really works best for you in your situation. So there are certain times where I typically do this technique and I'll share those with you now. A great way to incorporate practicing deep breathing techniques is either before or during your meditation. A lot of people struggle getting settled and feeling present for meditation. So this is a great thing that you can use to help you become more present during your meditation. So I mentioned that the four, seven, eight breathing technique really helps to promote relaxation. So if that's something that you really need, this would be a great opportunity to incorporate it there. Another great way to incorporate practicing the breathing techniques is when you are preparing to go to bed. So I mentioned earlier that to avoid social media, turning your phone on airplane mode is a great way to start your nighttime routine 30 minutes before bed. Now you can add on this other layer of when you're preparing for bed. Now you have your phone on airplane mode. Now you can go into some deep breathing techniques as you are allowing your body to just kind of calm down from the day and you're not being distracted by social media and you're really tapping into that relaxation. You're allowing that stress 
any stress that you've experienced throughout the day to, to really release from your body through this breathing practice. Another way that you can incorporate practicing breathing techniques is really any time that you're experiencing anxiety or stress at any point where you feel like you need to get calm and get centered, you can use a breathing technique. So the final health habit that I'm going to share with you that can help improve your spiritual growth is stretching. Yes, stretching. The great thing about stretching is it doesn't matter what your age is or what your current level of flexibility is. You don't have to be a yogi. So no matter if you're a top-level athlete or a couch potato, stretching is something that should be a regular part of your routine because you don't have to exercise in order to stretch. Of course, that's an added bonus, but you don't have to. So from a physical point of view, stretching can increase blood flow throughout the body. It improves your range of motion and your posture. But let's talk about the energetic aspect of stretching. Energetically speaking, stretching can help identify areas where you have energetic blockages. Stretching can also help you release stagnant energy that's stored throughout the body. Also, stretching can improve your posture and this will help improve the quality of your meditative practice because you will be able to sit in certain positions longer without needing to shift as often due to pain or discomfort. And it also helps keep the alignment of your body intact a bit more because that posture has improved. So what are some ways that you can incorporate stretching? Well, you can do so first thing in the morning. Even if you don't work out and if you have no intention to start, that's totally fine and there's no judgment here at all. But you can do some stretches while you're in your bed or as soon as you get up out of the bed, you can stretch. Another way is right after you get out of the shower because you're nice and warm from the shower and then you can get a few stretches in that at that point, especially if it's right before bed, like that's a great time to do it because we've already talked about turning the phone off, putting on airplane mode, doing some deep breathing practices, and then just imagine having a nice warm shower and then finishing off with some nice stretches that you can actually pair with your deep breathing techniques. Another time to incorporate stretching, of course, is after you have exercise. So there are different types of stretching. So when it comes to static stretching, that's something you definitely want to do after you exercise. If you do plan on exercising, then you want to incorporate dynamic stretching movements beforehand and then go into some static stretching afterwards. One of the things I would encourage you to do is to draw some attention to your body right now. Where do you tend to feel tightness, stiffness, pain? 
where does it just feel like you have a lot of tension in your body? These are areas where you want to focus on when it comes to stretching and body movement, whether that's through static stretching, dynamic stretching, or if you do want to incorporate moves such as yoga, then this is something where you want to pay attention to those particular areas in your body because it's very possible that you do have a potential blockage or you have some stagnant energy there. Stretching can play such a significant role as a health habit for your spiritual growth because you carry tension and stress in your body. And if you're not aligned with your body and if you're not connecting with your body in in a way that's allowing you to increase that blood flow and improve that range of motion, you will stay numb to this tension and to this stress. You will actually start to normalize this stress within the body. It just becomes just a part of this this pain that you don't you don't notice it as much anymore. It's almost like you know how you walk into a house and maybe somebody's cooking something and it smells really strong when you first walk in, but after you've been there for like an hour, you don't really smell it as much anymore because you've kind of gotten used to the scent. And it's like that when it comes to stress. You just start to normalize it and now your body is starting to function in this way with all this stored, blocked, or stagnant energy that's adding to the tension. So from the spiritual and energetic point of view of when you have stress, you're going to store it not only energetically, but it's going to be represented within your physical body. And that's just something that I've noticed over the years of doing energy work. And that's why I feel like it's really important. So if you don't have a stretching routine, it doesn't have to be a long drawn out thing either. It can be a five minute thing in the morning or in the evening. But just consider committing to moving your body in a way that allows you to release some of that stagnant energy and to connect with your physical body. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be in that body until it's time for you to transition. And if you want to really live and maintain your health, especially when it comes to connecting on a spiritual level, you have to maintain the fluidity of life within your body. And when I'm speaking of fluidity, I'm speaking of it through the lens of movement. So if you still want to be able to, to move freely as you get older, this is going to be a vital for you. So today I shared some tips on how you can incorporate health habits in order to improve your spiritual growth. And I would love to know which one of these tips or techniques do you want to try most? 
You can send me a message on my podcast, Instagram, fit body, fit spirit, and let me know what your experience is. If you decide to give the breathing technique a try, if you decide to start incorporating some stretching into your routine, or if you plan on disconnecting from social media, let me know, or maybe you'll do all three. I would love to hear it. And once again, you can message me with your experience and what you plan on trying at fitbodyfitspirit on Instagram. So let's go ahead and recap. So the tips that I shared for improving your health habits so you can improve your spiritual growth include disconnecting from social media, practicing deep breathing, and incorporating a regular stretching routine. So I've shared a few different ways that you can use these three things. I really hope that you found this information valuable. And if you really enjoyed this podcast today, be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already and share this with a friend. If you want to connect with me, you can do so either on my website at ujawajet.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram at fitbodyfitspirit. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me today and I'll see you on the next one.